Hello, and welcome to SheProp Talk. This is episode two, and today I have with me the incredibly talented and wonderful oh. Dahlia <laughs> Darling Cosplay. Hello, welcome, so welcome, and thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited <laughs> to be here with the lovely Beverly Downen, the true uh, Amazonas. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're too kind. So so you and I have known each other for like my whole cosplay life, basically. So because um, I remember and I love this first story because we I saw you and was very intimidated by you, which now I know. <laughs> I know better. You're like the sweetest thing ever. Um, but we were standing in line at Rose City Comic Con for the cosplay contest. And Brett and I were Lady Sif and Thor, I think, or we were something else. Or I can't I remember. remember. I think that was it. Yes. Yeah. And you were there as Alice, uh, Alice in Wonderland video Alice game. from yeah. like Alice Madness Returns the okay, Bloody yeah. One. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And you guys listening out there, if you if you get a chance to go, um, I'm going to make you go look at Dahlia's entire, like her whole page and all of her costumes. But that particular one was so great because here is this young woman who is just covered with blood and she's got this awesome horse, <laughs> hobby horse uh, prop that is just also covered with blood. And did you have, because um, I remember you made that with, uh, with like a broom and some, like it was very- A like, broom? A mannequin head screwed yeah. onto the broom <laughs> and uh, a lot of like um, furniture like foam. Yeah. And then I paper mache it all while I was in like a small college dorm. <laughs> yeah. And it was absolutely amazing. And the thing that I remember the most about that was your presence. Um, you just dominated that stage when you went <laughs> out there and you, you yeah. Kate, you placed, didn't you win? Yes. like? The whole thing? I won kind of thing? <laughs> uh, best, best Hero Award, which yeah. was really great because I had a lot yeah. of people confused because some didn't know the character. And they're like, why did this person get Best Hero? I'm like, my character's a hero, though. Hold on. <laughs> like, I know I look bloody, but I protected children with it. Like, yeah. That's what yeah. it is. <laughs> but yeah, oh, it was I great. Just- I just love that. I love that costume so much. So, so that was our introduction to Dahlia. And then we saw you again. Um, well, we, we got a chance to really get to talk to you and know you because we uh, gave you a ride up to Emerald City one year. Yes. Um, and so we rode up and we rode back. And at that contest, we both placed um, as well, which is it was so funny. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that was so funny. So, and then ever since then, it's just been, it's been great because you live in the same town as me. So that's really nice. Yay. We have craft days sometimes and mm-hmm. kids love you. Yeah. Uh, Dal- <laughs> Dahlia is great, everybody. You need to go find uh, Dahlia's page and go stalk, stalk oh, Dahlia. <laughs> um, so let's, let me bring up my questions because again, there's so much that I want to talk to you about. Um, mm-hmm. Your voice in the cosplay community is um, one that I I pay attention to because um, I like to think that you are a, a leader in this community um, for Thank you. <laughs> people of color, and mm-hmm. that is something that we all need to be a lot uh, better at. With you know, we say that community, the cosplay community is an all accepting and tolerant uh, community, but there are a lot of things that we could be doing a whole lot better. Um, so we don't have to have these conversations at some point, hopefully near in the future, but it has to be a constant part of our conversation so that we can all learn how to be better at this. So, um, so I wanted to ask you, 
Mm-hmm. Um, how, as a community, can we do better to truly make to to make this goal to meet this goal? Like, what can we do? What can a non VOC cosplayer like me? Um, mm-hmm. What can I do right now to take steps to uh, towards this goal? So a lot of the things that we have to do is kind of analyze our cosplay community. Um, And I like to say as we need a bit of a call-in culture rather than a call-out culture. Um, One of the things that I personally am trying to make these steps towards is look at your local convention scene. See who the cosplay guests are. A lot of times we, we are still having a lot of white people in the focus and not a lot of minorities. And the Pacific Northwest cosplay community still has a lot of people of color and very talented people of color, and Mm -hmm. they deserve to get to be in the spotlight as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So one of the suggestions I have is that we need to start um, suggesting guests to cons. Mm -hmm. We need to start asking for people at panels. Um, That's Mm -hmm. just one little minor step we can do as a community to just give minorities that platform um, because a lot of people otherwise won't get invited to cons or they won't do panels. Um, I personally have some wonderful friends who just didn't think they were important enough or cool enough Mm -hmm. to be a part of the guest scene. And it's, we need to be better about that. And Mm -hmm. um, we need to bring it to the convention's notice because once again, a lot of times they don't notice Um, or it'll be a lot of um, white staff members that they just never think about that stuff. And we need to make people think about it more. We need to have people be like, you know, oh, hey, we got to get some diversity in here because it's important. And it says a lot. When cons do that, it definitely, I will talk, hype up the con a lot because I'm like, this is fantastic. They're taking it in the right step. And um, so that's just one way we can do that for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. And let's see. So like one of the other focuses of the community that is a bigger problem as a whole is we have a lot of people who will do um, they use the line of making their cosplay accurate and a lot of people will darken their skin to cosplay a character of color. And that's something that's very toxic and very, um, still has a lot of racist intent, even if it's done quote unquote well, as people Mm -hmm. try to defend. And that's something that we need to start being better about standing up for. Um, There's a lot of cosplay community group pages and oftentimes um, a person of color will be like, hey, this really hurts me. Like, please don't do that. And we get a lot of white folks where it's not affected speaking up saying, but I'm just doing it for accuracy. And like, but I'm just doing it and da, da, da. And it's it's a lot of not listening to people of color. And it's a lot of people who would never experience that racism, the hate crimes, a lot of what we as minorities deal with in the country that it's like, you know, we, if they truly do care and they truly, cause I'll see people try to use the, we just want the world to be a better place. We just want to, but it's like, but you're not doing it that right way. If you're not listening to us, <laughs> um, yeah. because you can still cosplay storm and people will know who you are without changing your skin. Um, mm-hmm. you can still cosplay princess Tiana and wear her lovely green ball gown and still mm-hmm. be known as Tiana. Mm-hmm. You just don't have to change your skin for that. And that's what we're trying to teach the larger community as a whole is to just acknowledge that stand up for other minorities, like just be like, Hey, what you did isn't okay. Mm-hmm. it's wrong, but you can do better. Mm-hmm. And that's the nice thing is we will forgive people. You know, it's all about, we just want these acts of racism to stop happening. We just want people to 
stop doing these things and be better and do better. And I believe we can as a whole, for sure. Like we just need to bring up that it's like, okay, the thing you did was embarrassing and it was wrong. It's okay. Admit you're wrong. And we'll all move on and we'll all do great. You could still cosplay these beautiful, wonderful characters and appreciate these minority characters and do it right. Just mm-hmm. don't change your skin for it because um, there's a really good phrase that's my culture is not your costume. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you at the end of the day get to wash it off as whereas we don't. And that's what we're trying to teach people is um, to reach out. Um, that's another thing is just uh, I've had a few people approach me about how can I do better? Like, I feel icky about this or something feels off about this. How can I do it right? And that's mm-hmm. the best. I love that because that means people are keeping their ears open. Mm-hmm. and they care and that's a big deal I love that I'm like tell mm-hmm. me you care tell me that you want to do yeah. it right because we will find a way for you to do it right without feeling weird about it and that's yeah. that's the important thing because then everybody's happy and then it shows that you love and respect the character but you also are respecting minorities to do it right and yeah. that's that's what I feel is very important for it yeah I think you bring up so many uh, important points here and I I think that the um there is an there. I I feel like there might be a little obstacle that um, some uh, non POC cosplayers might think like, well, well, I'm I'm I don't really know how to ask this question, and mm-hmm. um, if I ask the question, is that not you know it, I feel a little uncomfortable. Like this is a little out of my mm-hmm. comfort range, um, mm-hmm. but I think it's important just to just to break break through that and to yes. um, take that that brave step forward because I am I am sure like from what you're telling me that uh, that <laughs> kind of that um, that is so appreciated that you can mm-hmm. start the beginning of your project in the right direction and that mm-hmm. it becomes a learning process for you and that you will be teaching others um, mm-hmm. how to appropriately approach that and how to honor um, everyone's culture and and, and avoid being um, uh, having to have that conversation or having to have someone tell you, you know, you really, uh, you really hurt me with, with this thing that you are yeah. so proud of. I'm glad you're proud yeah. of it, but it's 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 kind of counter. Yeah, it's not working for um, for what we need to, the direction that we need to go in as a as a culture. Yes. Um, so yeah. Well, good. I, I are is it. Can I, can we, I know that I can come to you and ask you questions, you know, like uh, all day long. Um, But uh, would you be open for other people finding you on your page and asking you these questions? I definitely don't mind. And I appreciate you asking for sure. And that's, that's Mm -hmm. the thing I, um, I want other people to reach out to others and other people of color about these things. Um, I do always want people though, to ask like, Hey, do you have the energy for this? Yeah. First, that's a great, that's another thing. Yeah, because a lot of us, we deal with racism all the time, and it's it's sometimes exhausting. Um, but sure. me, personally, I don't mind, um, but I definitely, like, I'll let you know if it's like, hey, I'm a little busy today, but I will definitely get back to you. But yeah. um, as, as you said, I think there's a lot of people who are too scared to reach out, and it's like, you know, it'll be okay. Those hard conversations are what we need, and yeah. you being feeling weird about it or somebody feeling weird about it is important because that's the first step to change, and yeah. that's very important. Um, but yeah, I, I do not mind at all. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any folks, uh, there's also King Kitsu on Instagram, who's an amazing black cosplayer. And, um, he has a very informative 
video about it too on his okay. Instagram story. So there's um, some good folks and resources out there that you people can look up, but I definitely don't mind being a point of action for people to come to at all. Okay, great. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Yeah, uh, I'm going to have course. to go check that out. Um, and uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. I do encourage uh, people to go out there and just like Google it, like um, go read mm-hmm. about it. It doesn't, we can take that first step forward and educate ourselves as well. We don't need to wait for someone to tell us that we've done something wrong, like like we're talking about. Um, I think it's important to do our research um, mm-hmm. and to try to uh, fold that into the fabric of who we are, so that we can all we can improve this community and make it awesome for everybody. Yeah, definitely. That's yeah. that's all we want with cosplay is we all want escapism mm-hmm. from the world. And that's what we do is we love certain characters so much that we just want to have that fun of being them. And I want the community as a whole to work hard yes. to to make everyone feel happy and included. And that's what we need. Yes. Well, speaking of uh, the art of transformation, mm-hmm. um, I am so excited to talk to you about... <laughs> about some of the things that you I've just watched you grow over the last few years with uh, with the different kinds of techniques that you use to create your costumes. And something that I really admire about you is your your body paint and um, the makeup, the, the, the makeup that you use for your uh, for your costumes, because I've never done anything like this before. So I wanted to <laughs> ask you, because I know that you have done, um, you've done a lot of this kind of work. Uh, one of the uh, pieces that you've done that uh, really resonated with me at first was your mm-hmm. Sally um, from um, Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, yeah, the wedding Sally I did for yes. ECC. Yes, I remember. <laughs> I know that's not Thank the you. only example of your work, um, yeah. <laughs> but um, have you done anything recently that has involved some um, body paint? Um, Recently, I've actually been kind of taking a breather on it. Um, I do. It's definitely one of my favorite mediums because it's so transformative. Um, And uh, oh, so touching back onto the other topic really quick is um, so definitely the bigger thing is that it's like, you know, people of color aren't fantasy characters. We aren't skin colors where it's like it's definitely okay to paint yourself pink purple, green, you know, yellow, like things that are just unreal. Um, So definitely that's one I want to tie in really quick. Um, But yeah, so so what I do is as I've kind of been known here for my corpse bride and Sally for sure. (laughs) My two blue babes. uh, (laughs) That's the one everyone remembers me for. And it's it's kind of nice. They're amazing. Oh, my gosh. Um, So for body paint, what I do is I use um, water based activated Mehron Paradise AQ and it's a professional grade um, theater body paint I use that because I remember ever since like Halloween was a thing of course to little little kid me and I tried the grease paint and it felt gross it felt icky like (laughs) I didn't want to touch it yeah Um, so that's what I like about the water base is you just use water um, Mm -hmm. and then it activates that way um, because I've had some friends try alcohol based and while it does stay on very well, it's very hard to scrub off. And by the end of the day at the con, I like to be able to just take two showers because the next day, you know, I probably have to be at work. Yeah, (laughs) I'm sure. uh, Have a different costume. So I don't want to like be the remainder of blue on me. (laughs) Right. Um, Oh, that's interesting. I didn't realize that there were different um, kinds of body paint that water activated is a little easier to wash off than alcohol alcohol activated. That sounds like what you're saying. 
I'm trying That's to like learn all your secrets. <laughs> yes, I will happily share. Um, but yeah, definitely. Like that's why I recommend to cosplayers. I'm like, definitely go water based. Get mm-hmm. some good body sealant because um, it's much better than alcohol based. Because you will you'll be scrubbing the heck out of your skin, and that's not fun. <laughs> so, so you mentioned the body sealant. So, walk me through the steps of um, like putting. From from beginning to to washing off, like if if you don't mind, um, yeah, applying and, and and all of that. What do you recommend? What has worked for you? Okay, so for me, what I have done, um, usually I just make sure you're freshly showered. I like to do that when I do body paint because I'm gonna be in it all day. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so usually, if a uh, corpse bride was one of my most challenging ones because I will need somebody else for that mm-hmm. costume. So it will be me and a friend who will help us back up. Um, I have the Paradise AQ Mehran body paint and I just use a very, I use the lid. So I take off the lid and I put a very small amount of water. Um, Once you mess around with it a little bit, you'll tell that the consistency of water will change the way the paint works with you. Um, Say for example, if you use too much, put it, put it in the powder of um, the body paint and it will run. It'll be way too runny if you use too much water. And then that doesn't help your process at all. It will take a lot longer. Um, but if you use a small amount and just go for it. And um, the first thing I like to do to make mine look very seamless is I like to do a quick layer over whatever skin I have to cover um, with a streak. Like I just streak it on, just try to cover as much space as possible. Okay. So and like then, a really uh, quick layer. Is kind yeah. Of what you're saying. Okay. A quick layer that's just like, okay, getting the skin, <laughs> the, the, the skin on my skin. Yeah. And uh, then, then what I do is uh, <laughs> then I do the second layer. You, you can tell once it's dry. You can just like test pat it and you'll notice that it's not rubbing or going anywhere. And then um, you do your second layer, which will be just dabbing it on. So you just try to like slowly like just dab it on, cover as much skin as you can. And that's what makes it look a lot more blended. Okay. Um, so and what do you use? I want to try to do two layers. What do you use to dab it on? What, what is your application tool? I use, um, there's some circular sponges that you can use. Um, there's, there's a type of square type too, as well. They're just, they're just makeup sponges. Oh, okay. Um, that's the nice thing. But like, I just like using a circular one cause it'll cover more skin than let's say a tiny one, just a flat uh-huh. circular one. Okay. Um, so that's, that's what I use to apply it. And, um, let's see what else is there. Okay. So once, once that dries, um, what I like to do is, um, it was, it was funny because I noticed when I first did corpse bride, I was like, why does my face look a little flat? And I've noticed mm-hmm. that's a lot that we don't think about when we do body paint because we're like, Oh, we're just doing this. And then we do whatever little eyeshadow or sure. eyeliner. Yeah. <laughs> but what I like to do is I take, um, whatever eyeshadow is a little darker than like, let's say the blue I'm using and I'll use a dark blue and I like to contour with it. Uh-huh. So oh, I will um, yeah. do regular makeup contouring with like making my cheekbones pop, making my jawline pop. And especially for Corpse Bride and Sally, I had to like make um, make my the little shoulder blades like or mm-hmm. shoulder bones, I should say, pop out. Yeah. And um, so just like some little shading and it will make a huge difference because then you do your normal makeup as you would for any character. But then you get to um, just that depth will help your body paint show a lot more. So are, 
Yeah. So are you um, are you actually applying the eyeshadow directly onto what you have already done onto the base of the, yes. uh, the base makeup? Oh, okay. All right. Yes. Um, I cool. apply it directly on. Um, <laughs> if, if you rub too hard, it will come off. <laughs> so it's like just, just use a very gentle like eyeshadow brush or a fluffy brush just to blend it in. Um, Cause, and, and of course you can always add the makeup back on that's that's the nice oh, thing is if you true. do mess up let's say you got too much eyeshadow <laughs> in the wrong spot uh-huh. you just take some water take the body paint put it on again let it dry oh go my again. gosh <laughs> oh, that's, so that's, that's perfect the awesome. nice thing is the the media is a little bit more like forgiving yeah um so then you don't have to worry about it you just don't have to worry about mess ups yeah. like you can still, <laughs> where, still work out <laughs> where, where where we going dahlia <laughs> uh, I need my charger, so I'm oh, sorry. okay. No, that's fine. Now I get to like look at your wall of cool art. Cool. All the prints from conventions. <laughs> oh my goodness, there's very way cool. too many now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is very cool. So it sounds like um, what you really kind of want to do as well is uh, practice. You want to practice contouring and applying this makeup to see um, not only how to apply it, but how long it will take you to apply it. So um, I know you've gone to cons many times too, and, and you've had to apply the body makeup on. So give us an example yeah. of how, of like timing and um, and that kind of thing. Okay. <laughs> Luckily, I'm an early morning person. I'm an early bird. Uh, so uh-huh. I tend to get up earlier than the cons happen. I try to give myself a leeway time of two hours, but um, that's mostly because I'm very used to body paint that I can end up being a lot faster with it. Um, Oh, yeah. And also, like, definitely use some sealant. Don't hmm. be that person that you get your body paint all over other costumes. So oh, <laughs> make yeah, sure you to get some sealant spray. <laughs> Don't so, use hairspray. I've heard there's always been uh, a like, oh, just use hairspray. Uh-uh, that's not that's not good. <laughs> You're putting hairspray on your skin, guys. Uh, Don't do no, that. No, no, no. <laughs> um, so is there is there a, ter- is a kind of a brand that you would use, like a sealant? Because I use... Um, I use Urban Decay makeup sealant. Is that some, something that would work or something That's else? definitely what I use as well. Oh, um, any okay. any basic makeup sealant should be good. Just make okay. sure if, if you're going to be doing this character a lot, get more than, you know, a tiny bottle. Try to stock up just in yeah. case. Because yeah. um, it's it's different per character. You know, for Gamora, I just had to do my face and arms. But for Sally and Corpse Bride, it's a lot more yeah. on the body. So you want to make sure you just have enough. Um, yeah. But yes, definitely. Like any good makeup brand concealer, sh- I mean, um, sealing spray should be good. Awesome. Cool. Yay. Oh yeah. my gosh. I feel like I'm like yeah. one little tiny step closer to maybe doing some <laughs> body makeup uh, because I have the sealer. <laughs> yes, that's good. Um, but oh yeah, so for cons, I try to just give myself some leeway time um, just, just so you don't have to stress about it because yeah. you don't want to be rushing to the con, worried, freaking out. Um, definitely carry your body paint with you because you will need touch-ups later in the day. Um, I'm one of those weird, <laughs> lucky human beings that doesn't sweat that much. So oh my God. Always go, how, how are you not overheating? And I'm like, oh, I'm fine. <laughs> so definitely bring touch-ups though, just in case, because you never know what happens. Um, I've had some bad incidents of carrying a friend's water bottle in my bag and it's spilling everywhere. And then my body paint rubbed off because I've had to dry it off so that's what I'm saying you never know what'll happen at a con and you want to be prepared (laughs) because let's say you're far away from your hotel room and you do not have the time to go back so (laughs) bring it with you (laughs) oh my gosh Mm. wow so you you kind of almost have to make like a like uh like a little pocket just for the makeup to keep it separated 
and mm. safe from everything else in your bag. <laughs> uh, if I can definitely like a give everyone a, on your leg. <laughs> if I can definitely give everyone a makeup tip, it's like make sure your cosplay or like just in general, make sure your cosplay has one pocket for your goodies, just <laughs> yes. just in case. Like, I'm trying to get in that habit. <laughs> yeah, it's hard though. It's hard to remember. It's it's like you know yeah. thinking like oh yeah oh I, I maybe I'll be able to go to the bathroom in this costume, but maybe not. I'll just work it out. I'll figure it out later. It's more important for me to do, you know, get X, Y, and Z done. So I'll finish sewing pants and then I'll be like, why didn't I sew pockets into this? I did this to myself. (laughs) Pockets are important. Um, So cool. So you're at the con, you've gone through the entire day with your, your body makeup on and now you're done and you have ripped off your costume because you're done and you just need to get back to normal and go to sleep. Um, how do you remove all of this amazing makeup that you have applied? Okay. So yeah, definitely. Um, the first thing I do before I hop in the shower is just take some, um, basic like makeup remover, get your face done first. Cause that's the other thing is you don't want to just hop in the shower cause this stuff will get in your eyes. And like, like, I've never had that incident because I was always like, wait, I need to clear this off. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> like, a good tip. Okay. Take take the nice first step to make sure to get it all off of your face. And since it's water activated, you could just um just do a regular like scrub with soap and water mm-hmm. or just makeup remover. Um yeah. so do that first. And then that's a nice thing of why I recommend Mehron so much is that it just comes off in the shower. Mm-hmm. Definitely try water based if you can do it. Um because then you don't have to like sit there for hours trying to scrub off the alcohol based. Yeah, that so- stuff is hot. So with the alcohol alcohol based um, to remove it, do you, would you still remove it with soap and water, or do, is there like an actual remover that you have to scrub on your on your skin to to do it? I believe there's some like name brand removers that come with the alcohol base oh, okay. that you can get, but like you'd really have to use some makeup remover on that. Yeah, that would yeah. not come off with just water. That's that's the hard part. Is it's a longer process for sure. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So maybe it's like uh, waterproof if you're doing like a cosplay that has you know you're going to be like running around in the rain. Um, yeah. Uh, so that kind of which is definitely a problem yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, in the Pacific Northwest. Yes. Yeah. Um, hello, Emerald City Comic Con in yeah. March. It's Raining We're not done with rain. <laughs> oh my gosh! Talk about like cosplay fears. It's like, uh, what happens if I ha- if I can't go outside because I'm gonna either overheat or I'm gonna melt or uh, I'm gonna get wet. So, um, so how about what kind? Of, and if you don't mind, I've always wondered, um, what does the shower look like when you're done showering <laughs> all of this stuff off? Like, is it? It is, is very it like, blue. Is um, very, okay. <laughs> Is it easy to wash off? Because I would just like, because uh, I am the kind of person that would clean that up before. If I'm in a hotel or something, I always, I never leave the kind of like a mess or the um, the hotel a mess. Is it easy to clean up? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Thank, thank, thankfully, since it's water-based, it's so easy. Okay. Um, it, it's not like we're hair dye where it's like, okay, you do got to scrub that uh, when you're done. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yes. definitely it comes off very easily because exactly that. I don't like you know, I don't want to be that person giving them more work to do, especially yeah. with cosplayers at a con. Yeah. So um, if like, that's the funny thing is you'll notice it'll get on the wall and you're like, how did this get over there? <laughs> like, like, this is so high up. What? But I'll, I'll just like try to do a look around and just clean it off. And luckily, yeah. exactly. Just use some paper and water and you're good. But yeah, uh, definitely awesome. don't be that person. Be respectful. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, and uh, a little while ago, uh, and I can't remember who, which cosplayer 
um, said this, but they were they sent a picture or they posted a picture of um, a little tip that they left for the for the hotel staff. And if you can afford yeah. it after a con, it is a really nice gesture that you can do for mm-hmm. them because even if you leave your room spotless, mm-hmm. there are probably going to be other folks that they have to clean up after that have not. So it's just a nice little, you know, like let's 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 make our cosplay community a positive one and all those tiny little things that we can do along the way will definitely help out. Um, only if you I can if you totally can do agree. it. If you can do <laughs> yeah. that. Um, well cool. Oh my gosh. I I feel like I have always had so many makeup questions about that and uh, so thank you for answering a bunch of those. Um yeah, but definitely body makeup isn't the only kind of painting that you do that I love. Um, you do incredible cell shading as well. Your Borderlands you. work is just <laughs> always blows me away. Um, so talk me through, I mean, I, I've actually watched you paint um, once. And oh, I yeah, just, I did the jacket at your yeah, house. Yes. Yeah, I was just amazed at like, how you had like just, it's like blank canvas. I'm not afraid. I'm just diving in. <laughs> I, mean, I think there's like something magical about that. Like, so definitely, you know, what kind of voodoo are you like? You're just talented. Right? And I love that. Um, but for someone who is interested in doing some cell shading, can you, can you offer any tips for someone that might not know how to start? Definitely. Okay. So I can, I can walk you through the process of what I do and um, I'll talk about two different processes. Um, so there is the fabric based and then there is the leather slash pleather based. Um, oh. So what you would, oh, then there's also the prop based. Okay. So let's, <laughs> let's go into it. Um, so what you do is for borderline cell shading, it is a comic book type of art style for those who haven't gotten into the video games. And um, what we love to do is to try and make it look as like a comic book as much mm-hmm. as possible. And what you do is let's take a so so what I did is I did Nisha Kadam from Borderlands, beautiful brown babe who is a <laughs> sheriff. I love her. Um, <laughs> She's so, incredible. She's and you are yeah. absolutely per- perfection. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, so for let's let's say you take a fabric based vest and for fabric, what I like to do is I like to use fabric paints. Um, just so you can go to the craft store, Michael's, Joann's, and they'll have puff paint. Mm-hmm. And um, I prefer this method instead of Sharpies because Sharpies eventually bleed out mm-hmm. when you wash it. They eventually dull. And I like to always think with my fabric of my costumes that I can pop mm-hmm. it in the washer or dryer because you yeah. never know what will happen with your costume so I try to approach it that way where I want to keep it vibrant mm-hmm. and um colorful as much as possible um so for take for example of a vest I buy the puff paint and what you can do is just squeeze it out of the tube because you'll use a paintbrush and the first part of the process um is that you will take the also, sorry, I don't know if Facebook is chiming through there for notifications. I hope that wasn't gone through. No, <laughs> no, so, okay. no, I'm not noticing any of that. Nope. Okay, no, good. good. Just wanted to so, really so let okay. me just clarify. So you take all of the, you basically take the paint out of the bottle. Is that what you're yes. saying? Okay. Yes. All right. For, for all okay. of these methods, what you'd like to do is just uh, take a paper plate or get a paint palette. Mm-hmm. And um, you want to make sure you squeeze the colors out because it makes the process a lot easier when you're okay. trying to paint sure. garments, props, um, So kind of like a a palette. Um, So what you do is you'll take the garment, make sure to put cardboard on the inside because the paint will go through. Um, You don't want it to go through the other side because then it it becomes a little bleeding mess through it. Um, So what I start with is you're going to want to take, you're going to want to get a white, a black, 
and a like slightly darker color of whatever the item is you're doing. And so what you will do first is you want to try to give it like shadow. Mm -hmm. Um, so whenever you look at clothing of a garment, you'll notice there'll be lines and creases and Mm -hmm. like you just follow that. Mm -hmm. So what I like to do first is I will take let's say the vest is white. Mm -hmm. I will take a medium gray and I'll just follow the lines of the garment, give it shadow and depth to it. And, um, just also like make imaginary crinkles. Cause that's the fun thing about Borderlands is you, you pretend that all of these crinkles are there as if you're like bending and moving on a garment. And um, so you do that first and oh, then you let it try. That's yeah. a really great tip to, to pretend because that's kind of what we're doing anyway. But like, yeah, to maybe <laughs> look at a reference picture um, or to, to think about how the how the fabric will drape on you um, and mm. use that as a as a mental mental um, yeah template or yeah starting point. <laughs> and the nice thing about a lot of Borderlands is if you do Google the characters, there are a lot of references. Mm-hmm. So you can just look at the character and see what shadows that you're copying. Um, and, and it's funny because it is, it is literally making those shadows, shadows real on the garment. Um, so after that medium step is done, mm-hmm. that, or like that first step is done, the second step is you would take the black and you would just make lines. So these lines are to just make it pop, um, just to show like the fold of the garment. Okay. And then once the black lines are done, you do the white lines just to show highlight. Mm-hmm. And so you definitely want to practice with this maybe on a on like a scrap piece of garment or fabric. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, and then the other fun thing too is to just like smear the black into random spots because uh, Borderlands characters tend to look weathered mm-hmm. and like like they're in a lot of dirt, grease because they're bandits in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> um, no laundromats in Borderlands. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's too dirty for that. Um, yeah, <laughs> can you imagine so, all the smells? Oh my gosh. Oh, <laughs> Nobody is sugary uh, sweet, but Moxie. Everyone's all greasy. <laughs> yeah, you know, I feel like you should get some extra points if you find like deodorant or something. Just to, <laughs> like, why isn't that part of the 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 things like the items that you can find? <laughs> there you go. I love it. Yeah, um, says me. <laughs> yeah. So so that's uh, the step for that is just you just need those basic colors of white, black, and a medium color to match it. And um, so that's for fabric. But what you want to do for props is you could just do the same thing, but you use acrylic paint. Um, but definitely to base to do the base, um, as we've talked about, is just to do Mod Podge first. Let's say mm-hmm. if you're doing foam or any type of like base for the paint to apply to, so it'll be okay. a lot and that, better. And that to seals it. it too. Yeah. Yes, as well. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, so you want to do that with the process, you know, uh, sealant first, paint, then the sealant again. Um, so that's for like foam pieces and for this is the other big one that I always want to tell people about is for a lot of uh, cell shading is leather or pleather. Mm-hmm. Um, so what you want to do is you want to get um, acetone that is nail polish remover, but it's mm-hmm. more professional, heavy grade duty. You could find mm-hmm. it at like Fred Meyer, any grocery store. Um, and you use the nail polish remover and of course wear a mask and gloves. Uh, make sure you're doing safety first. <laughs> yes, uh, absolutely. <laughs> and um, what you'll do is you'll take the garment, um, probably go outside in a well-ventilated space, whatever you have, and um, apply the acetone to a paper towel or a regular towel, and you'll be scrubbing the garment with it. Mm-hmm. This is to remove the protective sealant that all mm-hmm. jackets have. Um Yes, and you know what? I didn't know about that uh, when I was making my Amazon 
mm-hmm. um, warrior costume. And you know what? I think I did know about that a little bit, and I was just being lazy because <laughs> that okay. was happening. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't have any of that right now. I don't have acetone. What is acetone? I, I don't have time to go get it. So I'm just gonna like, I'm just gonna throw this glue on there. And oh my god, that was a really bad mistake because. Oh no. <laughs> all my glue fell apart and uh, it was just generally terrible all around. So yes, preparing vinyl or pleather yes. um, is so important. If you're going to be gluing or painting, um, you need to remove that top layer. So thank you for saying that because it's yeah. really important. Definitely. Like I, I always try to think about costumes as I want this garment to last as much as possible. So mm-hmm. what can I do to do it right which is definitely acetone is a good step because your paint will eventually crinkle. And that's why, um, so for the next step, I recommend, um, I forget the name, but it's, it's a leather paint and it starts with an A. I think it's like Angelus. 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 Thank you. I love Angelus. That's what I used on my wasp costume. Yeah. It's the best. (laughs) It's the best. I love it. Yeah. It's fantastic. So so for the leather pieces, like exactly why I was saying there's three different ways to do it is you want to make sure you get the right type of paints for what you're doing. And um, the leather paints are actually pretty affordable. So I recommend that to whoever's doing it. Um, but yeah, so you do the acetone, let that dry off, and then you do the leather paint with it. Do the same thing of if you can pour out a little on a palette because it's a lot more like less stressful to get to mm-hmm. it than like just dipping in and out in the yeah. item um, in the little tube. But yeah, so so then for that you do the same thing of like the base, um, the lines, and then um, and then when you're done with your pieces, of course this doesn't apply to the fabric part, but for the foam and the leather jackets, make sure to spray it. That'll set everything. Um, and there's a there's like a type of clear fixative you can get at Blix or just any any hardware store. Is just get a clear coat fixative sealant mm-hmm. spray for that. Because yeah. then you don't have to worry about it peeling off as much. And it makes a big difference. Yeah, I think yeah, you're totally right. And one thing that I like to do with my props before I get started with any paint is to add a base layer of black. If that is what, like if yes. I want, if because you're going to have eventually part of that's going to probably come through. It, it actually will help with the colors as well. So if you have a, um, a a prop like a Borderlands prop, you could probably get away just fine with the base color as, uh, of black. But if you're doing something that is supposed to be a little bit lighter, do a base color of white or base color yes. of whatever color you think is you want um, you want to show through. If if you get a little scratch on that prop, um, that will help uh, help hide any of those scratches as you yes. um, as you use that prop. That is a fantastic point. Thank you for bringing that up. Um, that's, that's definitely. Um, so I went to the Las Vegas Academy of the Arts. So I got to major in art. And that was a thing that was definitely important that I've applied to cosplay was um, let's say you wanted to do a very soft pink and let's say your foam is mismatched mm-hmm. or let's say you get black foam. It would be better for you to do a white base coat, as you said, okay. white yeah. acrylic paint base coat. Or let's say you're doing something steampunk and you need mm-hmm. it a bit darker or you want um, definitely for metallics, I recommend the black acrylic base coat because it will make it look more realistic than let's say if you did, um, like if you wanted it more like a seamless bright gold, you do white underneath. Yes. Or if you wanted yeah. it to look more realistic and darker, you definitely do the black and it does make a big difference. Um, yeah. definitely yeah. You, for props. And you wind up using less paint as well to create the, like a, a solid color on top of that. Like if you're repainting a, um, 
there's actually someone in our sheet prop group that had some vinyl boots um, that she was repainting and um, she was asking how to best go about that. Um, mm-hmm. And I think everybody, there were a lot of folks that said, you know, do a base layer of white so that you don't need to, I can't remember the, the color of the boots. They were probably black or something, but um, do a couple layers of white and then put a cherry red on top. Um, and that will kind of let the, the red pop a little bit more, a little bit more bright. Um, mm-hmm. So that's, that's a really good tip. I didn't, I learned that tip recently and I'm kind of wish I'd learned that a few years ago. <laughs> Definitely. Because, it, it's one that if you don't have a yeah. background in art, then right. a lot of people won't know or they won't yeah. think about that stuff. Like, right. you know, they just like, oh, yeah. I just paint this the color and it'll right. appear that color, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, And then exactly. they apply pink to black and they're like, why does this look so dark? Why did I have right. to do five right. layers? Like, yeah. Or like, why can't <laughs> I see my color? My, my metallics, a lot of the metallic uh, paints, especially from um, Angelus, are a little bit thinner. So mm-hmm. to achieve that metallic color, you need more layers. And so if you start with like, if your ultimate goal is a, a gold um, and you start with a black base, um, it's going to take you a while to get to that uh, to that nice goal that you want. But anyway, I, we're, we're totally getting off the subject here, but it's, it's a good, <laughs> good, 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 uh, good sidebar there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, so where were we? We were talking about um, getting into vinyls and painting and um, cell shading and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Borderlands is a lot of fun. I definitely recommend yeah. if you want to do cell shading, do do one costume with it because it's so cool to get you to see yourself transform. The best compliments I've gotten is people coming up to me in my Borderlands costume saying, my eyes hurt looking at you. Like, you look unreal. And I'm like, oh, thank Yay. you. That's perfect. That's exactly what I was going for. That's awesome. Awesome, <laughs> awesome, awesome. Uh, well, let's see. Your sewing is so fast. And um, the last <laughs> costume that I saw you wearing was at Yukon, which is uh, down in Eugene and here in Portland. Um, and you patterned your own sombra from um, League of Legends, uh, Overwatch. Overwatch. Oh my gosh, League of Legends. I know that be so many videos now. My goodness. Okay, you're fine. <laughs> my stepkids would be so embarrassed right now because um, <laughs> they're big Overwatch fans. But yeah, that was amazing. And so, did you pattern this? Did you pattern that whole thing? I, I, tell me about the process that you use for that because um, I, I was, I wanted to pour all over the details of your costume, and we just didn't get a chance to do that. So. Now I got to ask you all about it. (laughs) Okay. Um, So I'll give a little background to the people listening is um, Sombra is a Mexican hacker from the video game Overwatch. And she is this badass, like um, cyberpunk hacker. And um, her costume design is brilliant. And for this character, I've had a lot of people approach me because I've had to do a lot of um, new techniques for, Um, for Sombra's classic skin. She has a side cut, um, which I've had a lot of people approach me about the wig I make for that. And that is one where I actually use my natural hair and I got like side cut on the side of my hair for the character. And um, I actually took a wig and split it, cut it in half. Oh. And I followed a really good YouTube tutorial by, um, I think it was Arta Wigs actually posted their own tutorial for Sombra. And um, it was, I dyed the wig myself. And that was because I could not find, like sometimes in cosplay, you have to ask yourself, you're like, is this something I can do? Is this something I feel comfortable trying? Mm -hmm. Can I just buy it online? And there's no shame, of course, when you have to be like, you know, I'd rather support somebody else and have them do this because I feel intimidated and that's okay. Um, But for me, 
I looked at the wigs and they were all just um, different colors sewn in. And I was like, well, she has an ombre. So I want to do that transition of colors to the mm-hmm. wig. And it was terrifying. I've never dyed wigs before. <laughs> I was like, this is a $50 wig. Like, oh, I'm so scared. Like, <laughs> um, but it's, it's fun to try. You'll never, yeah. you'll never learn until you try. Yeah. Just um, dive so, in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's what I did. It was my second wig I ever dyed. And it actually turned oh out pretty gosh. well. Um, so just for that, there's a lot of good tutorials on YouTube, but just a quick little walkthrough is I did, um, first I got the wig wet, then I used a big pot specifically for dyeing. You never mm. want to use that pot again for food. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Safety, safety. It's, it's as important as wearing a respirator. Do mm-hmm. not put spaghetti in that pot afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no potatoes. Don't do yeah. that. Go, go to um, Goodwill and pick up a pot. Don't, don't yeah. go buy a new pot. Just go get a a terrible one for good there's the rit dye more which is a polyester dye for a lot of like synthetic and synthetic dye for wigs and um, for that process you just boil up the water put in the amount of color you feel is good enough for it experiment mm-hmm. with some like wig wets if you can mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. I I just was that person and kind of went right into it and didn't <laughs> yeah well you're like so. fearless when it comes to that I just I admire that about you I have to test everything like six or seven times before I'll be like okay I can finally do this now I feel comfortable like but I'm still on the inside like screaming yeah, like oh my god I'm screaming on the inside too <laughs> Um, but, but that was the good part is I just kind of dip dyed it. And, um, that's how I got the colors I wanted is I dip dyed the lightest color first. Then I hung it upside down after washing that out, dip dyed the darker color, added more dye into the pot and then dip dyed the darkest color. Um, so that, that's how I got that consistency. And then I washed it all out. Um, so, so the process doesn't take long once you get the dyeing boiling pot going, because it just takes a few minutes. Um, Mm -hmm. it adheres to the color really well. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how I did that little process for Sombra's wig. Um, for the coat, that's that's been the biggest thing about Sombra is the bodysuits are luckily pretty available by some artists, and I definitely bought mine. There's no shame in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. But for her Absolutely. jacket, yeah, for her jacket, a lot of the colors just I didn't like the colors. Um, a lot of them were not accurate to the dark sheen purple. So um, for a lot of my Sombra costumes, the two I've done so far is I've used Yaya Han's four-way stretch fabric. Mm, um, yes. It, it is intimidating because I know it's pricey. So the only way I was able to get it was through a lot of Joanne's sales. Oh, I am. I'm always there with my coupons. Be like, okay, let's do this. Let's get, do this. Getting coupons on the phone, getting coupons in the mail. Oh yeah. Another person here with a coupon with the cash. Like oh we got God. this. If I don't, if I'm not in line with coupons, I feel like a failure. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm not prepared enough. <laughs> I know. Um, so, so what I did is I used the four way stretch because it has this beautiful sheen to it. And, um, the fabric is definitely thin. So what I did for my Sombra costumes is I got a thicker cotton base coat underneath. Um, Oh. And so I've been I've been sewing a lot for a while. And definitely what I recommend for people is um, the easiest way that I did it is to take some clothes in your closet and um, practice with that. Practice mm-hmm. by like laying down the shirt and cutting the exact same like cutout of the shirt. And mm-hmm. that's a good way to just start sewing and to learn to your body type. Because mm-hmm. um, for me personally, I don't like using McCall's or other patterns which is nothing wrong against them mm-hmm. I just look at the instructions and I get way too overwhelmed so sure, that's no, always I been think, my 
A lot of us do. <laughs> Absolutely. If we don't, if we don't speak that language, it's like looking at a different language completely, and it's very intimidating. Absolutely. Yeah. So a good a good thing for beginners or anyone who just can't wrap their head around that is to just experiment by copying the things you already have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a great tip. Definitely. So for Sombra, what I did is um, you'll also want to get butcher paper is um, to transfer your patterns so you could keep that because eventually I'm trying to work on opening my own store so I can have oh, the good, good. available to others because uh, I've had a lot of people ask me about her patterns because um, she's one of those characters where it's not readily accessible to get a costume of um, and I want people to have that because the nice thing about the video game is there's tons of different colors of the character so if you wanted to do a different alt skin of the character um you just use the same jacket pattern. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's perfect. Um, yeah. Yeah. So definitely for um so for it I say experiment and for Sombra what I did is I'm kind of that person where I am fast and I made it in 2 days before the con. Oh my god. I'm hanging <laughs> up on you. This interview is over. So, I'm terrible. Yeah, out of here. <laughs> I'm oh the worst. <laughs> um oh but yes. For for her um the things I did is kind of hard to go into in-depth pattern patterning but definitely what I say is experiment um try to copy the the patterns you have in your own closet mm-hmm. uh, a lot of trying and learning mm-hmm. but for Sombra her character the shape of her garments is very flat and sometimes it's hard for a garment um well, well how should I put it um they're very clean big pieces that are flat like let's say she kind of has this weird like it looks like a skirt around mm-hmm. her hip but it's uh-huh. not um so what I did for my pieces is I used the Yaya Han fabric for the outer layer. Mm-hmm. And then I used the cotton for the inner layer, like a lining for mm-hmm. like a jacket, for example. But to get that shape, that roundness, um, is some people use the the type of like, I forget, it's a fabric. It's a fabric adhesive that's supposed to like stiff for collars. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've used, um, it's like a stiff interfacing, basically. Interfacing. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. There's okay. all sort. There's all different kinds of thicknesses, and I didn't realize this until uh, I made my Ravenna costume with a, that collar. There are so many different kinds of. There's there's stretchy interfacing. There's um there's heat bonding, heat bond like for a purse or something. Um, all different kinds of weights. And actually, at my local Joann's, they have a whole section dedicated to interfacing, which is kind of overwhelming but it's um it's really nice to know that there are different options out there but yes to get those shapes um yes the um, stiffer interfacing is perfect I definitely say for people to try interfacing I actually haven't um so for Sombra the way I've been doing it is I've been using um rolls of craft foam because oh, there's really cheap perfect. um kids rolls that uh for for her jacket I just clean dry any spots that happen to get dirty but um for that one I just really needed a huge piece of interfacing that was very thick enough to keep that shape because that was my worry too was that a lot of interfacing isn't anywhere near as thin as the thinnest foam is for us Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. so that's what I did for that and that's what I've been doing for a lot of uh fabric pieces lately Mm -hmm. um for Alora from Voltron she has some accessories on her that are um one of them is a crown so what I did is I took very um thin craft foam to make the shape of the crown and I actually sewed gold stretchy fabric on it and that was a really great way to have a comfortable headpiece that um, could easily just get wrapped around your head with elastic. And so that's that's been my big revelation with this past year with cosplay is just using craft foam for interfacing. And that's been a really fun way to get the thickness and the kind of shapes I want. 
Yeah. And it's um, inexpensive. Um, to, mm, exactly. <laughs> a lot yeah. less expensive than buying <laughs> interfacing at the fabric store. That is for sure. Um, and yet our friends over at TNT Cosplay Supply, they have a EVA 70 foam, which is, they say it's made for sewing, but um, I have I've used heard. all. It's great. It's a little stiffer. Um, mm-hmm. It it cuts like butter, but it, it it's, <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's very strong. Uh, but yeah, any kind of EVA foam or craft foam would work as that stabilizer, like you were saying. Uh, we got, I have done that as well, uh, but not for a crown, but I'm going to have to try that. It's fun. <laughs> like yeah. a little Sailor Moon tiara. It's great. Yes. <laughs> I love tiaras. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so talking about awesome materials, what is your, what you use so many different kinds of materials for all of your projects. I feel like you, um, you are, you've got so many feathers in your cup, but do you have a favorite material that you work with or something that you try to, that you default to? Like, I'm, I want to start this costume. Like, how do, how do I, how do I get there? What's my, my, what's in your arsenal? I would definitely have to say, um, in terms of sewing, anything that's stretchy, I, I tend to love to work with, but honestly, I think my favorite just because of the, just the variety that you can do with it has to be black warbler. And yeah. The lovely Beverly here talking to me is actually the one who got me to try Warbla. And I'm so happy I did because I was able to make a whole Cheshire cat shield out of yeah. it with your help. Yeah. <laughs> and um, it was just so much fun because I love that about Warbla is that the fact that you can use any scraps and the black Warbla is a lot less porous than the other kind too. Yeah. Um, and that's a nice thing. I know that there's a lot of other um like options out there now besides just black warbler so a little mm-hmm. cheaper ones but I do have to admit that that's one of my favorite um materials to work with if I had the money I'd be working with it all the time yeah <laughs> um but it's just great it's, it's so fun and it's it's kind of like um just like clay sometimes and like that's the nice thing um I definitely use a lot of foam once again to back the warbler so it's stiffer and doesn't cave mm-hmm. in on itself um mm-hmm. But definitely, I, I black warble is my favorite. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Awesome, yeah. I I I uh, I love my black warble. I've been playing with zebra lately, um, which is another kind of a thermal plastic. Um, but yeah, you're, there are so many different kinds out there that I I still haven't yeah. tried. I think I guess warble has a warble's pearly art, which I really want to try. I guess it's I've just heard. like black warble, but it's just mm-hmm. white, um, mm-hmm. which could could be sort of like what we were talking about earlier about paint and having that base color. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I just want to try it. I want to try all the things. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I think, I think the most challenging one for me, warbler wise was the clear warbler that was not uh, as flexible as I thought. And they definitely pointed that out. It was just like, Hey, just letting you know, this does not adhere to itself. So you'll have to find other methods to make it work. <laughs> yeah. And the, the activation, the, activation temperature for transparent transpa art as they say is much higher than your standard thermoplastics so if you were used Mm -hmm. to warble and you you think that transpa art is going to be just like it it's actually quite different um like you were saying it's it's also not entirely transparent Mm -hmm. um so if you're interested in looking at into transpa art uh definitely check out their website and their tutorials on it because um, there's a certain way to to use that. There are different applications to use that material yeah. for. Um, mm-hmm. So, what kind of material are you? Would you love to learn how to use? Is there something that you haven't tried yet that you want to try? Mm. Um, let's see. Honestly, I just love to try more thermoplastics. Um, I want to try more 
armor. And um, that's that's the other area I really want to get more into. But it's a lot of like, how do I figure out how this will bend? How will I figure out that this will stay there? Um, also, definitely prosthetics. That's an area I have not touched at all that I would love to get to learn how to how to mold for prosthetics and how to mold for props. Um, Cause that's, that seems like some areas that I definitely could grow and learn a lot more in, um, especially for certain characters. I love when people will make elf ears or like a, uh, like a, I've seen some Nigel Thornberry costumes where they oh give him this gosh. huge, ridiculous nose and it's hilarious. It. <laughs> One of my favorite all time costumes for this year is the mm-hmm. she prop uh, member mm-hmm. uh, that did the Nigel Thornberry um, Sailor <laughs> yeah. Moon. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! It was Absolutely great. I, amazing. Yeah, so great. Popeye the Sailor Man along that oh. too, and then Nigel <laughs> Thornberry. It's it's so great. I love it. They're so, so out of this world. It's oh my hilarious. God. It's so great. It's so inspiring to see these to see folks using these materials in such fun ways. Um, what what's your next event? What's coming up for you? Where can we find you? Okay. Yeah. So we have. Um, I'm gonna be going to. There's Walker Stalker Con. That one is specifically because there's uh, the actress from Walking Dead, Rosita, is going to be there. So I'm going to bring my Rosita cosplay. Yeah. Cool, cool. Uh, And then there's uh, KatsuCon, which is, it's the first time I've ever been to that con. But I'm excited to be going and to see a lot of friends that I haven't met yet. Um, And definitely Emerald City Comic Con, Kimori Con, Sakura Mm -hmm. Con. A lot of those are the ones I tend to go to since they're Mm -hmm. all coming up. And it's nice. Mm -hmm. We're kind of in a con season break for oh, thank, months. Thank goodness, Ooh. says my wallet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mine too. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, so definitely, I will be at those locations. Um, I always try to put on my profile which cons I'm going to be at next, so definitely. Okay, awesome. Well, yeah, um, speaking of that, where do we find you? Oh, and hang on one second, because you you not only do cosplays, you also have, um, a, you do, you make amazing um pieces and do you have an Etsy shop do oh you yes have an Etsy store? yes I do um so for my social media and for the stuff I do um mm-hmm. for Instagram you can find me at Dahlia Darling Cosplay um on Facebook it's the same handle Dahlia Darling Cosplay and then I also have a separate page for my art and that's uh Dahlia Darling Art so that's a nice thing my name's in most of it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, so um, if you search for Dolly Darling, you'll find all the channels. <laughs> and then um, I definitely have an Etsy store right now that's mostly focused with um, my watercolor paintings because that's my favorite medium to focus on lately. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of fan art right now. And I'm working on getting some more prints in there and cosmetic bags, which you have one of them. So yeah. I appreciate your support. <laughs> um, I love that bag so much. Mm-hmm. I actually, I, I take it with me everywhere to all the cons. So that, that bag's been right. with me to a Heck lot yeah. of different conventions <laughs> um but so so uh you could definitely find me there and like okay. um for for those who haven't heard of me and don't know me yet I am a Hispanic Puerto Rican cosplayer um I'm gender fluid I go by she he they so mm-hmm. I just want people to know that like I'm another person of color in the community and yes. I'm also a member of the LGBT community so I'm like here for you if yes. you ever need to talk to me about cosplay fun stuff, um, I love supporting a lot of the people in our community for sure. Yes. Excellent. And I just, I admire that about you so much, Dahlia. Thank you for doing that for, <laughs> for us. It's, it's good to know that we have some, some, some folks that we can approach about um, things that we might not uh, feel that we can approach other people about. And that's important to, yeah. um, so thank you. All right. Well, 
Thank you so much for joining us. Is there anything that we didn't get a chance yet to talk about that you might want to say something about or bring up or chat about before we go? Definitely. Um, so one thing I wanted to bring up was that I there's an important thing in the cosplay community, especially within our small community sometimes, is I want cosplayers that do have that big following, that do have that position of power, um, to realize they do have an influence. And their influence impacts other people. Um, I've respected my friend Kawaii Besu, mm -hmm. who's a fantastic Widowmaker cosplayer, um, has is is a white person who does use their social media power for good. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate that. Um, same with you starting She Prop and creating a good community, um, being the change we want to see in the world. And I'm glad that we have people who have done that. Um, we've had a few scary incidences happen and just as anywhere with a cosplay community bad stuff's gonna happen but I've been very glad to see people with that following say hey this this thing is not okay you know um, we need to do better or this person should do better and all we want is that change mm -hmm. and so I'm glad that people in the community realize they do have some influence and to get to use that to do better is very important and I love seeing that. Like, it's it's a good positive change in the role models. Because even cosplay, you are a role model. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for me, you're a fantastic role model. And oh, I'm so glad you. to see a wonderful <laughs> woman in the cosplay community get to be a part of that change and that spotlight. And um, that's definitely something I want to keep seeing. So I hope people will be more conscious of it and spread that love, that learning, that open-mindedness and respect mm -hmm. towards others. Yes. No, I think that's something that we can all do better with and I'll uh, mm -hmm. aspire to absolutely so um, yeah yes. we'll, we'll definitely um, I'm going to add a add a link to that cosplayer because um, I want to check that out I'm not sure that I follow her um, so yeah thank you so much Dahlia mm. yeah no problem thank you and my last question for you before we go is mm. now that we've talked about who where we can find you um, who who should we be following? Ooh. Tell us who who, who should we plug? <laughs> who okay. inspires you? We wanna we wanna know because we we wanna we wanna extend um, our uh, our following and um, so who should we go find? Definitely okay. Um, so I you know the people I can think of are people who are closest to me in the community and I encourage others to support other small people, people who are still starting, still new, or have been in the community and haven't gotten that attention. And, you know, everybody gets to deserve to be encouraged. Um, so for the people for me is um, I have my best friend, uh, Jill, who is a wonderful cosplayer. They cosplay McCree, um, Shinso from My Hero Academia. And they go by, um, I believe their handle now is Body Double Cosplays. Okay. And, um, or I think it was double an opportunity either one of those uh so it goes by there <laughs> okay. on facebook and instagram and um and then i have my friend uh shane and mick uh shane goes by shenanigans in awesome. uh, a little oh, that's a little pun there <laughs> uh, on on instagram and uh her partner mick goes by serico mick and let's see who else in the community there there's so many amazing people um oh, yes and I, I like that whole like find find someone that is local to you and 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 go follow them send them a wonderful message and tell them that you like their work and um, definitely yeah. like I feel um, that we we all just want encouragement 
you know, mm-hmm. where a lot of us here aren't here for the fame. And if you are here for the fame, that's okay. Do yeah. do what makes you happy, of course. Yeah. But um, yeah. definitely what we all look for is interactions. Yes. We all want to excitedly get to meet people who share our interests and encourage each other. So I yes. definitely say if you can find, find the people in your community. Um, Cause we do have some amazing famous cosplayers, but I want people to help encourage those who are just starting out to, and just finding their place as well. Yes, absolutely. And speaking of that um, mm-hmm. shameless plug for our uh, sheep oh, yeah. group. Um, if you are a female or you identify as female or you are non-binary, you are welcome in our group. Please come find us on Facebook and um, we would love to hear from you. Even if you want to join and you don't want to show your, your cosplays or your builds and just want to want to lurk and learn, mm-hmm. that is completely okay. Um, I, we love that too. So um, we hope that we can see more of you coming our way. That would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you so much Dahlia for spending so much time with me today um I could talk to you forever but um me too (laughs) we've been talking for about an hour now so (laughs) I know exciting flies thank you so much for talking to us about body paint we're gonna have um I'm gonna try to put links to a lot of the stuff that we talked about and I'm gonna put some links in there for uh how to find Dahlia and um yeah thank you for listening you guys um, I hope that you have enjoyed this episode and uh, definitely please rate and subscribe or however that goes. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much, guys. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thanks, Dahlia. Bye.